Here I am, lost at sea. Top 10 Thursdays, is it over? No, but we can't just keep doing it. Not like this, especially when I'm lost at sea. Wait, that's an island. Just ahead, I'll swim to it. There's someone there. Hello, is that you, uh, John Utney? It is, I'm over here. John, ever since the top 10 Thursdays plane crashed in this ocean, I thought I was gonna die. Hello. But now I got this sweet island. Mm -hmm. And look, there's a raft over there and someone's on it. Is that Colin? <laughs> this raft is sinking. Colin! Much like our podcast. Colin, come to this island that John and I are on. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a coming. While he's coming, John, maybe we should look around the island, see if there's any other survivors. Yeah, there's over here. There's someone mm. hanging from a tree in a parachute. Is that Matt Carstens? I'm an armed pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's a sky pirate. <laughs> He's armed and dangerous. Let's just leave him stuck in the tree then. Yeah, I, I don't want him to take this island hostage. No, that'd be wicked retarded. <laughs> ah, screw it, let's come down. Will you join our group, Matt? Do you have hallucinogens? <laughs> no? Okay, thank you. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> he doesn't associate with drug addicts. <laughs> well, it's just armed pirates. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be stuck on this island for a long time, and we're going to miss out on a lot of pop culture before they finally find us and bring us back. Can you just imagine all the great movies we're going to be missing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe we could use our imagination to, you know, make up movies that, would, that, that we're going to be missing. You know, the, the kind of stuff that Hollywood will be putting out in, in this time we're stranded on this island. I like the way you think. All right. So we need to jump an off point, though. Where, where are we going to go from? Well, how about this hilarious situation we found ourselves in? Perfect. Being trapped. All right, yeah. who, who wants to go first? Mm, anyone? Uh, yeah, I'll go first, I guess. All right. So, ima so. so imagine this. Okay. Might need Colin's help. So I can't even imagine that. You can't even imagine <laughs> it. So, so, this, so a man wakes up, right? Grabs his coffee. He's on his way to work. He's driving his normal commute, same one he's driven a thousand times before. All of a sudden, he's T-boned by a semi-truck, flies off an overpass, and lands straight on the nose of his car. And it's Standing erect, erect in the middle of the street. In the middle of the street, so no one can get by. And there's, like, super carnage everywhere. So many bodies on the floor. But his his car, cars crashing into each other left and right. Yeah, it's, I mean, this scene is like 15 minutes long. Just current, straight carnage. But so, anyways, after the dust... It's just like a mountain of cars piling up on each other. Yeah, and they're all exploding. Mm -hmm. 
But anyways, the dust settles, but the car is, you know, it's still <laughs> still standing st- upright, r- upright, right on its nose. And but it's not moving. And it turns out they can't move it because if it moves, it'll explode. <laughs> and the guy is stuck in it, and he can't move. Is he conscious? Fat. Well, it'll have to be fat because. <laughs> I didn't think he was like literally could move. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, he's I mean, it's, it's both. Yeah, and he's wedged. But it, it, his fat actually saved his life because if he was skinnier, he would have moved. But since he's he so fat, he like barely fits in the car, so he can, he doesn't have to, he can't move. But uh, so then, so then the cop comes, right? Yeah, I think there's got to be a cop that tries to talk him out of it. Mm-hmm. And he just, you know, he wants to save this one life after seeing all this carnage, all these, all this mass, just people dying everywhere. It's got to yeah. save this one life. Yeah. It's called. What's it called? It's <laughs> called Nosedive. Nosedive. But there's other, like, on point or. On the nose. You know, there's <laughs> working titles. <laughs> or I've got your nose. All right. Okay. Who's trying to help him? The cop. Well, Just I mean, well, the cop. I mean, there's a whole crew of people that are, you know, it's like a whole situation. Mm-hmm. FBI probably comes in, you know, tries to take over. So it's like Die Hard. A little bit. For the fat guy. <laughs> the enemy is just a, a car that's going to explode. Mm, if he gets out. <laughs> Why would the car explode? It's just very poorly made. It, you yes. sure this guy wasn't gremlin. driving around with a bomb in his car? <laughs> <laughs> it's just something, that could be it. just something structurally that happened. Because they're going to try to like lower it down gently, you know. No, no, no. I, I think there's got to be a special, like, there's got to be a backstory to this car or this guy. I like it if there's a bomb, because okay. that, that, that sets up more, like, you know, that's more of a hook, because then, yeah. you know, this guy finds out that there's somebody after him that planted a bomb in his car. Or could he, yeah. could, could he, since he's so fat and depressed, and he was planning on taking a bomb to work. <laughs> Is he? He's a suicide bomber, and the question is: Do you save the life of someone who's trying to commit suicide? Because he, because he, like, when this all happens, you know, he changes his mind. But it's too I want to live. I feel like that makes it really hard to root for. <laughs> he's like, or we have to root for a guy that's going to no, go well, to work and kill all his coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a hero. But you gotta just. You know, really hammer home how shitty his life has been leading up yeah, to this. And that's the whole, like, morning, like, getting before he gets in his car scene, you know? Do you think it's just one day you don't flash back to more of his life? Well, yeah, you, you flash back to more throughout the movie. Yeah, like, what, is he, what did he do before? Because we're isolated, remember? We're in the car. What, what did he do before the car? What do you mean? Like, what was his job? Like, if he's having flashbacks, right? Yeah, what was his job? Yeah, he's... What was his life? TBS reports and stuff. Just a boring office job. Yeah, he he used to be like like an Olympic Olympic athlete. He was super fit. 
Shot put. Shot put. No, because those guys. Yeah, he's gonna be dead. Yeah, he was like a triathlon runner. Ice dancing. So what happened? He was, was there a tragedy? When they when they when they go back when they do the the, the young him, it's Roblo. <laughs> is it still Rob Lowe? How later? old is this guy? <laughs> Rob Lowe is not that young. Yeah, but he looks so Rob Lowe can play young. Yeah. They just like digitally make him younger. Yeah. Or use makeup. Okay, so it's Rob Lowe who stars in this movie. So Rob Lowe in a fat suit is <laughs> a modern day hero. Yeah. <laughs> but he's massively depressed and he wanted to bomb his office. <laughs> Yes. How do you get so fat? There was some kind of tragedy. Maybe he was like in a race and he won, but then he turned around and everyone was dead. That <laughs> 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 he was responsible for it? Did I cause Was he like running and he like what? How can you kill someone? Do like we that? want to get like really political and say he was in the Boston Marathon this year? No, we don't want to do that. Well, no, no, no. too soon. That's fucked up. Like his, like his shoe flew off and hit somebody, and oh, yeah, or hit something. I didn't even think about that. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not comfortable anymore. He's running so fast that his shoe flew off. <laughs> his shoe flew off, and it just killed everybody. Well, it wouldn't be the shoe. It's like the shoe like hits like a giant tower or something. <laughs> like a blimp. This tower was built to withstand anything except for a shoe at exactly the right spot. It's at one point on the tower. That yeah, it hits like the point like where... Death Star. Uh-huh. It just hits this one like screw that unwinds and then the uh, whole thing just comes crashing down on all the runners. So, I mean, this movie's exciting at least. We've got... Two major disasters we get to watch. <laughs> Plus, we've got the, the the ticking clock of of the of the bomb to keep us uh, engaged the whole way through. I like it. It's very tense. Does he have family members? Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> they were all at the event. So he has nothing to live for. But he, fa- but, he but the cops a woman and he falls in love. <laughs> Sounds good. You can get for that, like Sandra Bullock. <laughs> exactly. Because she's like in speed and speed too. So. Yeah, so she could be like, oh, it's not this again. It's, it's actually a threequel to speed. <laughs> speed three on the nose. <laughs> Maybe. The catch is they're not like. They're yeah, I think they're going to disappoint a lot of speed fans. <laughs> there's literally no speed going on in the context of the film. Because he was so mm. fast. This, yeah, this is what makes it such an exciting twist on the formula. <laughs> all the other speeds where you had to maintain a certain speed, this time it's you have to it's not move at all. Yeah, it's, it's a nice twist. Yeah. So what do you think? You think the bomb goes off in the end, or does he make it? I think he makes it and the bomb goes off. I think it's it's up for interpretation. (laughs) Like it cuts to black and you just hear an explosion. (laughs) Well, that's not really up for interpretation. 
There's something well, after the credit. It cuts to black for like, like they're about to pry about, and then it cuts to black for like a minute, and then you hear an explosion. That's a long time to cut to black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people will be like, is the projector broken? What happened? That's <laughs> bold filming. Sounds like it. I mean, it, I don't think it has to cut to black like that. You could probably just be like, all right, Rob, we're going to cut this wire now. I need you to get out and run as soon as we do it. <laughs> and then it, it's just like a close-up on his face, and he's just like, I'm ready. I want to live. And then it just cuts to black. You don't have to have any sounds or anything after that. But it's still like, did it blow up or did he make it? doesn't really matter as much because he already made the choice to live. Yeah, there you go. It's emotionally Perfect. satisfying. Perfect. It's a deep. I love it. All right, Colin. Okay, how about a movie set entirely on the world's tallest sky bridge? <laughs> I'm, huh? I'm sold. You don't even have to give me anything. <laughs> like people, right, just a group of people are stuck on it. It's like, uh, well, that's it. <laughs> I figure it'd be like you know like towering inferno style oh, like an ensemble cast yeah totally like just a colorful bunch of characters stuck on this sky bridge so they I like if- they go and let me take this somewhere so that they're on they're between the two buildings right mm-hmm it's that, like huge. Yeah, it's like World Trade Center. It's like New World yeah. Trade Center. So do they do they know each other beforehand, or is this just a bunch of random tourists? Maybe there's a couple. Maybe there's a family. Maybe there's a guy on his own. Are they going to some event? I think they're just this. It's brand new. It's just opened. They go outside <laughs> onto the bridge, and then the doors lock on either side. Oh no! And. And no one knows what's wrong, and it's actually terrorist cyberweb hackers. Okay. Lock the door. Well, first of all, clearly you need a leader. It needs to be like some old, like some security guard who like knows everything there is about sky bridges. Who's up there yeah, with him, right? I, but he can only he can die like two thirds into the movie. <laughs> like once he's explained the stakes. Yeah, it could be like Denzel Washington or something. Just a big bird comes. Did he design it, or is he retired? He's trying to retire. It's Denzel Washington, so he's just trying to retire to some desk job where he gets to sit down all day. (laughs) All this security shit, I gotta stand up. Nah, man, sitting down. But here's something about cyber terrorists. Yeah, Nancy threw that out there. They have to like, like, I think that's who they hack the security system. That's who locked the door. They're gonna blow it up. Uh, they're gonna blow up the sky bridge. Yeah, send it to the ground. See, I don't I feel like they'd be trying to blow up the buildings, not yeah, the sky bridge. I, I think well, they yeah, but you're, want to... you're missing the point that the sky bridge is like it's just open. <coughs> it's just opening. Like this is like the achievement of man. No, I see. I think the the towers are the achievement, and these and there's shit, just horrible shit going down in both of the towers, and these people are stranded up in the air in the middle of all of it unable to escape so there's like all this unseen horror that's unfolding around them that it can be hinted at and we can maybe see little bits of it but it's it's these people stuck in this claustrophobic space are like well, you know are they gonna die so do do people care about them 
do we as an audience care about them? No, or I mean, do do like people that are fighting with the terrorists or whatever <laughs> care about them on the sky bridge? Or are they just like there's just like seven people up on this bridge who gives a shit? No, no, yeah, they're, they're just they're just random bystanders. To they're you know caught in the middle of this uh, I don't know robbery or or attack or whatever. Okay. So, what kind of people we have on here? Like, how many? Like, just like a bunch. Just like, got like a millionaire on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. His wife, George Hamilton. We just have the cast of Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's That's Island. He needs. He needs to get in a movie. Who knows how old he is? <laughs> I haven't seen him. I haven't, what's the last time I? I don't know. The like movie those... I've ever seen him in is that movie where he plays a vampire. Yeah, I remember seeing him in those commercials that were like super crisp. Because I guess they were like implying he's an expert because his skin is so like. Was that? Crisp, I thought that was crisp. Ritz. Something like that. Well, maybe he's like a he's like a like CEO of Ritz. He's a cracker millionaire. <laughs> he's got like all these crackers, but he's not shared with anybody. <laughs> so they have to like kill him or something. Or I don't know. He's like he's definitely got to be like the like the the bad guy. So I mean, like the bad guy within you know the situation, like the one that nobody likes. Did he? Did he have? A- all these crackers and no one knew about it until he finished them all. How <laughs> <laughs> do you hide a bunch of crackers? <laughs> he just like goes to the corner. He's like, like a, strapped to his leg like a gun. Precious crackers. Or he's like a billionaire cape and he yeah, like, and then turns they're all, around. Yeah. And they're all like, what the fuck? And then they eat him. <laughs> <laughs> they eat him. They like crackers. Listen, <laughs> they find out like his oily skin is the secret ingredient. <sighs> <laughs> Ugh. I like this latest turn this movie's taking. <laughs> okay, I feel like if you have a millionaire, you also got to have like a lower class family, so you have some sort of like parallel, like just like hard, like hard working family. Who could that be? Or maybe, maybe they're like just a tourist family. Someone I feel like not intimidating. Is this in New York City or is this somewhere else? That's a good question. Yeah, where would they build the tall sky bridge? Singapore. Singapore. (laughs) So many nice views of Asian people there. I'd like it if it was in America. Let's just put it in New York. Okay. Just trying to think who'd be a good family man. Or something. There's no wrong answers here. Uh, Kevin Costner. I guess. <laughs> that's pretty much any time you cast Kevin Costner, that's what you're going to get. Like, yep, he's a dad. He's got a family. He's got to protect the family. Yeah, but he's, like, old enough now, too, that he can have, like, hot young daughter and, like, fat loser son. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a young stud who's trying to hit on his daughter. Mm-hmm. He's like, you better stay. <laughs> better stay away. You better get on the other side of this sky bridge. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he works at like a struggling cracker company. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a secret <laughs> secret beef with George Hamilton. Maybe they like used to work together and he stole his recipe. So why are know. they on the tour of the sky bridge together? <laughs> well he he found out he found out George Hamilton was doing it, so he like tracked him down or something. With his family? <laughs> He didn't want to feel to get suspicious. <laughs> he's just pretending that he's on vacation. 
So he's like he's like the only one. He's like a weapon. What would be a good <laughs> weapon to bring? Knife, letter, like, something. Uh, yeah, that's a weapon. <laughs> a what? A letter opener? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said a letterman, a leatherman. Oh, <laughs> I said letterman, which is not what they're called. Letterman in this movie, <laughs> yeah, they got David Letterman <laughs> out of acting retirement. There you go. Is he playing himself or is yeah. he like a character? Yeah, he plays himself. He's just trying to get to the late show to film. <laughs> film today's show. It's a long way from Singapore. Well, it's not set in Singapore. <laughs> Mine is. Mine. Fine. You can, you can do your knockoff. Yeah, it's uh, one of those. Can be the infamous to our Capote. Yeah. What other kind of people do you need in a movie like this? So you have your kind of bad guys. You have a more sympathetic family person. You have the old professional. Are we missing any of the classic? Well, I wonder. We talked about Kevin Costner's family. I think there's you know opportunity there for obviously the hot girl, which is you know she doesn't even have a character, so whatever. And then also uh, you know the son, who I think you know there's a lot of opportunities there. He could be you know the one who just complains the whole time, or the guy who freaks out a lot. Old. How old are we? Are we talking like a 20 year old something, son? Yeah, they're thereabouts. Paul Dano. He's <laughs> 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 got like emotional problems. Yeah, I think George Hamill should, should kill him at some point. <laughs> and he has to beg for his life. <laughs> Maybe the son has like a, a cracker allergy. He just smothers him in crackers. <laughs> yeah, he just like wakes up. And he's all like swollen up. <laughs> His dead body just rotting to it in the corner. It's just film. sitting in the background. <laughs> David Letterman's cracking jokes about it. <laughs> I don't know what you'd say. He's like, I haven't seen so much dead skin since I was on the set of Golden Girls. <laughs> and then like there's like a guy who has a drum there's like a musician there mm-hmm. played by a real musician uh, could that be um uh, I'm trying to think of a drummer that has ever acted or I know has potential. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. There you go. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, all right. <laughs> is, he, is the Foo Fighters the soundtrack? It, make, it makes sense because, like, <laughs> David Letterman's, like, all about the Foo Fighters. He's had them on, like, a million times. I'm sure him and Dave Grohl are tight. Maybe they're just going to lunch together and they got trapped on this sky bridge. Okay, that's good. I think we got enough people, but I totally forgot about the cyber terrorists. Why, why did they <laughs> chop them on the sky ridge? Well, I think it's most interesting if it's there's like a heist going on. And that's just a byproduct. They like lock the doors. Yeah, there was like a lockdown, and these guys like broke in and they're like stealing everything. Just explosions and stuff for some reason because it's like real cool movie heist. 
but, but you don't like get to see it though. That's the thing that you're trapped in the sky bridge, and you're just like, "What is going on over there?" It's fucking gnarly. And then what happens? You know, as it gets towards the end of the movie, are they like, "We gotta, we gotta take back these towers," <laughs> or is it more of just like, a, "We gotta get out of here"? I don't know. Because you got Denzel really Washington have... as the leader. Yeah, he doesn't feel like he has any weapons. It's <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. pepper spray. We got the one advantage we need. We know the building. There you go. He like sets up the Babylon traps. <laughs> <laughs> Does George Hamilton try to like side with the bad guys? He's like, I can be your friend. I can work with you. I'm insured for millions. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kill him in a really violent way. Yeah. Like with hedge clippers. What's this rating? <laughs> hedge clippers? Why would they have that? <laughs> because they came in disguised as gardeners because there's a garden on the top of the building. Of course. <laughs> and it's, it, it's, it's interesting because Enzo Washington just wants to retire so he can garden. <laughs> so it's like it, it connects. So there's these murderous gardeners. So like, there's like a there's like a moment early on when he like sees them all walking in. He's like, I wish I was one of them. <laughs> Basically, do we need anyone to play like the main bad guy of the gardeners? Like anyone, you know, important? Um, I think it's got to be a white guy, right? Because that's our thing now. Is like Mike white Arturis. American businessmen always turn out to be the, the villain in these. So should we just cast Guy Pierce? Yeah, just get Guy Pierce up there. <laughs> is it like regular Guy Pierce, or is it like Guy Pierce is like a lot of makeup, or just like really slick businessman? Oh, he's slick businessman. Sounds pretty good. But he's, he's got a code. Yeah. Evil code. <laughs> that's the name. Of, that's their organization. <laughs> So they're stealing whatever money is here for like some sort of is it for some sort of gardening well, thing? It's, or yeah, obviously it's got, it's got to be one of those deals where it starts out like oh they just want the money, but then later on it turns out you know Guy Pierce he wasn't going to have the world's tallest sky bridge, but then he got fucked over maybe by. No, we Hamm. didn't care about the sky bridge. <laughs> Skybridge was just a incidental part of it. That's what you think at first, but then it gets deeper. Fine, there's a Skybridge in all of us. <laughs> is, that, is that the last line where they're like, they finally get down to the ground and they're watching the Skybridge tumble down and the building's crashing? And Kevin Costner's just like, we had it all along. There's a Skybridge in all of us. They're just watching the sky ridge come down. Yeah, it's really all Dano's body just plummeting. <laughs> just <laughs> it's like a ricochet in between both of the buildings. <laughs> so you know it's a happy ending. <laughs> Dave Letterman makes a joke. <laughs> <laughs> This reminds me of the last time I played Pong. How much? How much is David Letterman making in this? Movie? <laughs> like, what's his how much are they they paying him to be in the movie? Yeah, he's doing a pro bono. He just saw the script and really wanted to be a part of it. I don't buy that. Because Dave Grohl was attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's pretty good. There you go. All right, what do you call it? Sky's the limit. Skyfall. <laughs> there you go. That changed a little bit. Maybe like skies fall. Skies fall. I would guys fall. <laughs> it's got guy Pierce. <laughs> Maybe if if Denzel Washington's character's name is Guy. Okay. I don't know. How does everyone else feel about that? How about sky falling? Okay. And then you got like a like a, a different version of free falling playing it, but it's called sky falling. And it's also got it's like Dave Grohl and Tom Petty doing it for the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sky falling. I like sky falling. That's pretty good. Yeah, I need to play that song at some point too. As like Denzel Washington's like silhouette is like walking out. I don't know. Scratch that. <laughs> all right, should we move ahead? Yeah, all right. Okay, I didn't know how much we wanted to flesh these out, but basically all I had. I was thinking more of comedies. These are pretty intense so far, but <laughs> I have a feeling they're all going to go that direction anyways. I was thinking like a guy and he wants to like propose to his wife so he's gonna take her up on like a air, hot air balloon but the guy you like what do you mean proposing to your wife I, I, what I meant proposing to is to you know okay. hope soon to be wife okay <laughs> <laughs> no just say he just wants to be double sure <laughs> I think about this a lot but I think it's about time we double down anyways I misspoke but it's anyways, called double jeopardy get, Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the air balloon, the hot air balloon. But then, like, the guy who controls it is, like, some, like, drunk with a tough pass and that's going right in his life. And he actually, like, somehow launches them into the air with just him and the two of them. And they have to get along <laughs> in an air balloon. And I'm thinking the guy who controls the hot air balloon has to be, like, the most annoying, like, terrible person you can think of. And they have to, like, and the other one's just your typical every man. So I want to ask you guys who would be like the worst person to be trapped in a hot air balloon. <laughs> Do you have any idea? Well, oh, Paul like, Dano's already been tapped. <laughs> like Gilbert Garfield. Gary, Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, Gary Busey. And now we need like a normal, a normal guy. This doesn't have to be normal. Jason Bateman. <laughs> I guess. So this is just this is just I with Busey in a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like they have to survive. So like then I like any. Why don't you just get the guy from my Adam? <laughs> mm, maybe get someone like him. What was his name? Adam. Adam. I don't know. I don't want to get that guy. Yeah, get, he, he, needs his, he needs his big break. No, no he doesn't. He had his chance. Uh-huh. I'm just get Jonah Hill or something. He's trapped on this hot air balloon. And I want to ask you guys if you think there should be other threats here. Like, is it just their survival? Or is more, is there like sky pirates? Like, it could just be their survival. Like, that's like get food. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it'd just be scary enough being stuck on a blimp with Gary Busey. 
just like drinking their pee and stuff. <laughs> he has to like they don't have any food, so he's got to like use what he has. Like maybe he like tries to catch a bird with like a rope. <laughs> <laughs> like he lassos it. What do you mean? Yeah, well, like he's trying to teach Jonah Hill to like lasso a bird. <laughs> And Jenna Hill does it, and he gets pulled off the balloon, and Gary says to go save him. <laughs> this is a strong bird. It's like an albatross. <laughs> it's like a phoenix. <laughs> they found the world's first phoenix. Maybe Gary Beach is like always talking about it, and then they find it. He's searching for the phoenix. <laughs> yeah, I can He's, imagine that. That's why he became a hot air balloon conductor or whatever. <laughs> to look for this. <laughs> <laughs> he wears like a conductor's uniform. <laughs> so how, how, many, how many acronyms does he come up with throughout this movie? <laughs> I think there's got to be one like every couple of minutes, right? And then it appears on the screen. <laughs> Spell it out. <laughs> so is this scripted? Or are they just going to let him run with it? <laughs> Uh, you know, loosely scripted. Yeah, they give him they give him free reign. Mm-hmm. God, I would do this so fast. <laughs> but like, how do you think he got to this point? Like, he's like, I mean, what? Why does he want to find the phoenix? What does the phoenix have that he wants? Eternal life, immortality. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> immortality. Like, how? What do you have to? What do you have to do with it? Drink his immortality. Tears. <laughs> to get to like cry. Is that what it is? Is that Harry Potter shit? Yeah, that's probably. So how do you get a phoenix to cry? Show it, Gary Busey. <laughs> that's the only way. You just look like directly at it. Look at me. I guess. Oh no! There's also the case of okay. So, Jonah Hill. I guess it doesn't really matter who the other guy. Is. I don't like Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's got to be someone who's more every man than Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's too quirky. Is this a comedy? It sounds like a comedy. <laughs> oh, do you think it's too drama? <laughs> it doesn't really sound like a drama. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a comedy. So, is the girlfriend just left behind? Uh, I guess they have like she has like his like cell phone. Forgot about the girlfriend. Maybe he finds out finds out like she's like cheating on him, and it breaks his heart while he's up there. Does Gary Busey avenges to murder her? Even though <laughs> the normal guy's like, no, 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 it's okay. He's like, no, 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 we're doing it. What about the main guy was Josh Radner? <laughs> every man He's pretty every man. Okay, so Gary Busey. He's like, if you help me find the phoenix and drink its tears, I'll kill your wife. He's like, he's like a bucket list of people he needs to kill. But I don't understand though. Like, doesn't make any sense. I don't understand. I don't understand why he has to kill the wife. <laughs> well, because he's, she's cheating on him. 
Okay. Marcus breaks his heart. He feels like he has nothing left to live for. <laughs> but Gary Busey has to convince him he does. I guess finding the Phoenix is part of that. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's see. But what I don't understand is if Gary Busey gets on this balloon and has always wanted to catch the Phoenix, he really doesn't feel like he needs anything else than a rope, like a lasso. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what he's, he grew up in Texas. He grew up on a farm. If you're trying to catch it anyway, it's not really catching it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Subtitled. <laughs> All these funny voices. <laughs> He's in a conductor uniform. <laughs> <laughs> they need some other force working against them. Maybe air traffic controls, like unrestricted airspace. <laughs> so they like, send jets after them. Security's got to take on jets. This rope. Like lasses them into each other. Like, <laughs> is that a lasso? So those are the those are the jets crashing into each other. He's got lasso in like each hand. He's like pulls them towards each other. I like the idea. Of, I like the idea of like a mechanical lasso that makes that sound. Though. Created in his laboratory. Okay, so why do you think he wants to live forever? <laughs> Things have clearly gone so well for him. He wants to keep this thing going. It's no deep emotional reason. It's just to just keep things going. Just having a real good time out here. <laughs> so let's say he catches the phoenix and he makes it cry. <laughs> and he drinks its tears. And then explodes, Ted right? Mosby is like, well, like, what do you have now that you have, you know, immortality? <laughs> like, does Gary, what's Gary Busey do next? Fucking kills Josh Rad. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how should he do that? Strangles him with the rope. It's all right there. <laughs> Did he just want to live forever so he could kill everyone else? Or he blows up the blimp. He finds out, like, he wanted to... The blimp? It's a balloon. Give me a blimp. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a blimp for some reason. That makes... I don't know who wants to propose on a blimp. I guess there's only so many of those. Yeah, like maybe Gary Busey wants to be the only person to live forever and doesn't want anyone else to live, or is he that dark? I guess he doesn't have to have much motivation. He's pretty insane. Yeah, and uh, he just—I mean, once you drink the Phoenix's tears, do you just let it go? It just leaves. Yeah, I guess unless you like. Besides, he wants to like kidnap it and then make it keep crying <laughs> and then sell its tears. But that doesn't make any sense. Did he have some past tragedy? Maybe that's why he wants to live forever. So many people have died around him. Like maybe he used to. He Everyone's dead, so I want to live forever. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out. Um. We don't have to explain it. I don't know. I don't think we could take this much further. So let's just. We we need a title. 
What could be a good title? Homeward Bound. Something. <laughs> Homeward Bound Rise of the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's uh, uh, let's let's go on. What's our next one? Sean. Uh, um, you got you got one. <laughs> um. Well, I didn't know the prompt until. Well, we started recording this. Um, okay. But let me, I guess, what if this guy is, like, drunk after just, you know, totally having a sweet night clubbing and stuff? You sound like and a he a gets, night clubbing. Yeah. Just dancing and, <laughs> and talking to ladies and... Just having some sweet and, night. Uh, and, uh... Drinking the, the alcohol, uh, and he gets in a taxi cab because you know it, it would be dangerous with all the all the drinking he's done to drive. And uh, he tells the taxi driver where he lives, but then he's like, "Hey, man, do you think we can stop by like uh, like Jack in the Box on the way home? I'll, I'll totally like buy you something." And uh, so they go to the, the the drive-thru, and it's, like, fucking packed. And uh, they get in line. Jack in the Box the, always The drive-thru. And... Uh, late at night. And then, like, one car pulls up behind them. And, and then they're just sitting there, and they're just stuck because the drive-thru line is so long. And, and the whole movie is just set in, the, in this taxi as... Is the drunk guy gets to know the taxi driver and they learn about each other. And it's like, what's okay. life like on the other side? It's like the blind hey. side. Like the, the blind side? What? Because <laughs> he's like learning about, like, because he's just like this rich, privileged guy. He's like always had life handed to him. And this taxi driver has like really worked really hard to get where he is. Okay, that's pretty good. Who would be a good, rich, White guy that that we'd like to see. Hmm. I'm trying to think of something, something funny. Uh, um, like how old are we talking? Does it matter? Um, he's got to be clubbing age. So <laughs> yeah, say so some rich guy so going young, out youngish. Yeah, like twenties or thirties, but definitely not forties. No Rob Lowe. Sounds like it could be Channing Tatum. No Rob Lowe. <laughs> yeah, good. I'll be all right. Let's see. Channing Tatum just like hella drunk for an entire movie. He, he is like really drunk though, so it's like their conversation's like kind of dumb. Well, I mean, he starts sobering up as as the conversation starts okay. getting real. But like when it starts, it's like, man, this taxi's crazy. It's got four wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he amazing it has four wheels? 
Oh, this guy's had much, much more. What's this driver like? He's like, is he older? He doing this for a long time? Sure. Is he like surly? <laughs> yeah, I think he's got to mm. be a little surly because he's like, ah, oh, one of these bitches. But then later on, like Harrison Ford. Get out of my cab. <laughs> so why can't he just avoid get out of the cab? It's too drunk. <laughs> Maybe like here's Ford, like someone close to him once died when they were drunk, so he doesn't want him to, like as much as he wants him to get out. He like can't tell him to because he got he's got to get him home safe. Or he's like secretly his dad. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got sunglasses and a baseball cap on. <laughs> does does he does he know his dad or is it like this is the first time they met? It's. Yeah, it's probably like he's a strange dad. God, that's so dumb. <laughs> so, was he was was is this like a coincidence or was he planning on this? Like trying to this is a, this is a pure coincidence. Like as well, they keep talking, a taxi more driver because he hoped he'd pick him up someday. No, just I like be, that. It's all a pure coincidence. It's just got to be coincidence because he's just like this regular guy who like. He like ran out on the mom because he's like, I, I can't take care of this kid. And then, uh, you know, he's just like, he's too handsome. <laughs> he's just like, put his way, you know, he's working at factories and stuff. They got too old for that. So he like got this crappy taxi job. He's just like, this only, this only job I can do anymore. How did Channing Tatum get so rich? Uh, his mom remarried, total rich guy. Nice. I, like to, I like to think he like created like an app for like his porn website or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something that you could tell Harrison Ford and he'd be really disappointed in you. Some sort of porn app, like how long's my dog? It's called, it's <laughs> like, called, uh, it like measures it. <laughs> that tells you. <laughs> it's like you it a it's called, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. What does it say? It's called I don't. Still you still along your penis. I dog. Yeah. And you can like. It's like really specific. It's like five point three six inches. And of course, there's there's lots of social social media integration. Oh yeah. People are Share with your comparing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> but like Harrison Ford wants no part in that. Nah, a, he's he's not interested. It's part of his new company, Broco. <laughs> Tech for bros. I'm so bros like. Sweet dick, bro. That's <laughs> like the like button for that. <laughs> Sweet dick, bro. How could Harrison Ford discover this is his son? <laughs> well, I mean, they keep telling him. each other about it, you know, their own respective lives, and they they find these similarities between each other, and they're like, "Oh, 
they put it together at one point. <laughs> they both have a distinctive mark on their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like he shows him a picture of his own dog. He, he recognizes like, Wait, I think I've seen that before. <laughs> Okay, so once they find that out, like, how much more of the movie is there? Like, <laughs> no, I feel like there's not that much conflict in this movie. Well, it's like, I, I, I imagine it's like a My Dinner with Andre type thing, unless there's like a lot of flashbacks about their lives. Yeah. You do that. Like, they each tell their story. Mm-hmm. Like, Chang Tatum talks about his rise to prominence with Proko, or whatever. <laughs> And Harrison Ford talks about his life where just nothing's going right. At the end, do you think Chang Tatum like gives him a massive tip? It's like the mirror's been running <laughs> the whole time, but even that's not enough. So he's like, take this million dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> Who's on the million dollar bill? Um, Obama. Garfield. <laughs> it's Obama. <laughs> Okay. Does it have a lot of anti Obama stuff in it? <laughs> it's all about how, like, well, this is in the future, so it's all about how Obama care, like destroyed America. Yeah. How does it have like flash forwards? No, oh, it's in the future. Harrison Ford have like his okay. So Harrison doesn't have like theories of how it's going to destroy. It's a prequel to Ender's mankind. Game. <laughs> Why? I don't think it's that's appropriate. <laughs> Do we need any other characters in this? The drive through guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they finally get to it and he's like, Can I take your order? And it's some huge celebrity cameo. Like people's minds are blown. Anthony Hopkins? No, Liam Neeson. <laughs> I, got, I feel like he's got to be bigger. <laughs> yeah, I guess Liam Neeson's really good. Got to be bigger? Who's, who's, who's the biggest? <laughs> Jackie Chan. Take your order? So why is it... How does this guy fit into the story? <laughs> well, it's nice because they have like two chances to meet him, right? First when they put their order in and then later when they pay. Uh, <laughs> is it spaced out really far? Yeah, it is. That doesn't make any... <laughs> it's a really long line. I feel like you can't put like more than one car in between the first and second window. Maybe this is just a really... No, I'm talking about like the... The, you know, the board where you order. Oh, okay. When he's on the intercom. It's yeah, like it a, fit like three or four cars. You can make the biggest McDonald's in the some, world. It's some, like it's Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. So, something happens where he has, they like divert the car. He, like, oh, sorry, sir, you're going to have to go back in the back of the line. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually do it after waiting like an hour. <laughs> Harrison Ford's got to keep that meter running. 
He's trying to get paid. Yeah, because maybe he's got like he he's got like cancer and he needs just the right amount of money. To <laughs> <laughs> this is like his last chance to get enough money. <laughs> keep the meter running. That's why it's so great at the end when he gets a million dollar bill because like it's more than enough. <laughs> Pay for his cancer treatment. <laughs> or also lose his dong. I think that one's, that one's fleshed out pretty well. It's pretty good. <laughs> Literally fleshed Wait. out. <clears throat> so what's it called? Mm, just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're right. That is the title. Nice. Right. Tom, did you have one more you wanted to share? Uh, I got two more. We could choose from one. Okay. What do you guys like better? Jonah and the Whale, the movie, or a movie where a guy wakes up and he has Pringles cans <laughs> stuck on his feet and both of his hands? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go with the Pringles one. <laughs> okay. It seems like the easiest thing ever to get out of. They're all, all He's stuck, Sean. He doesn't have a single free hand or foot. You just stick the can under your armpit and pull out. <laughs> They're stuck on really tight, Sean. I'm not buying this. I'm buying it. <laughs> well, I'm not, well, you're what, the nose dive? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Really well, improbable. Can he walk? No, he can only, like, crawl. <laughs> Where is he? Is he like in his apartment or is he in like a really inconvenient place? He wakes up like this. Like, like he was yeah. drugged and then he wakes up. He doesn't like remember. Him. Basically, we're talking about Saw 8 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pringles kids. He's got to be like in some place, some place, in a place he's never been. A place where he can fall down a lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a giant stairwell. <laughs> It's just a uh, giant stairwell. <laughs> yeah. He's falling down on the stairs. <laughs> it seems like it's going to get kind of old. I guess eventually he can find like some room. Yeah. But it's got to somehow tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I imagine John C. Riley in the room. I was thinking Ethan Suffley. <laughs> <laughs> he got, can play. He's got to be big, so it's... Stuck on real tight. Yeah, but he's also going to be a star. I don't think... I think John C. Riley's good enough. They can, they're like these new tight cans. <laughs> Not that John C. Riley's that skinny. Skinny yeah. enough. <laughs> okay. Ethan Subley can still be in it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, uh... the main villain. He's like, it's, it's like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing happened to me, bro. <laughs> but I just died. I knew when I was down to just my foot, I should stop eating Pringles. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> does John C. really? So he doesn't know why he has Pringles cans all over, or does he know that he ate a bunch of Pringles? <laughs> That's the good question. It could go either way, yeah. It depends. Someone maybe could have drugged the Pringles. 
But why would they want to do that to John C. Riley? <laughs> like, what could he have done to piss someone off so much? He's like a health food lobbyist that's trying to shut down Pringles. <laughs> mm, yeah. Or maybe he's a Pringles executive who is being attacked by health food lobbyists. Like, yeah, and he's like, I don't care. They're perfectly healthy. They're not dangerous. <laughs> then, they show, then they show him how dangerous they really are. <laughs> I just don't understand where, where he goes. Like yeah. he starts in a stairwell and he falls down for about five minutes, <laughs> and he gets really beat up. And then he, like finds some room, finds out it's like the room where he was born. <laughs> it's like a house full. It's if it's like it's like a house full of like his like memories or recreations of past events. <laughs> His entire life is in this one building. <laughs> it's like recreated in this entire building. Uh-huh. I Maybe feel like in the end, his- you got to find out that it was all hallucination. <laughs> I'm having a hard time buying that someone would go to the trouble of recreating a man's entire life within a building. Well, just like past like things. Maybe it's stuff he's like screwed up in his life. It's jigsaw, mm-hmm. man. He'll do anything. I guess if this guy's just a mastermind. Like a series of like puzzles that involve people, and if he doesn't get them right, people die. It's <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> like, uh, what could be a puzzle? It's hard to do puzzles when you have Pringle cans. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they gotta be physical challenges that he has to go through with Pringle. Maybe it should be stuff bones. since he's like, since he was so anti-healthy, like stuff that's like bad for you. Like he's got to like eat a bunch. He's got to like find something in a trough. He's got to find a key in a trough full of, would be a good thing to fill a trough. Mm. Butter. <laughs> he's got to like eat through a bunch of butter to get to a key. Now we're getting into the specifics of like little scenes. I don't know. Yeah, I think they they gotta put him through like humiliating tests that really gluttonous, disgusting. (laughs) Like eating lots of butter. So he's got to get the key to get to the next room. I feel like at some point he's got to save someone's life. Like they like. His son or something. <laughs> like Maybe his son is coated in chocolate. <laughs> He's got to eat through the ch- chocolate. Without actually eating his son. Yeah. <laughs> Just there's his son and it can be the, t- the two and, and a half men kid. There's like, no. The batter. Angus T. Joe. <laughs> He's going to eat through the chocolate. You know what's one challenge in between that? Yeah, you got butter. Getting key out of butter, chocolate child, <laughs> and eating the bones. He like it's in a pit of bones. He's got to eat bones. He's got to eat all the bones. That would suck. I don't. I don't feel like I'm getting a very warm response on this. <laughs> I just feel like anyone who eats a bunch of bones is gonna die pretty soon. 
Maybe that's the final test. Is he has to eat all the bones, <laughs> sacrifice himself. Those bones represent all the people that he's killed with this health, unhealthy food. For every body, <laughs> there is a bone. He just, this guy just collected all the bones of dead people. <laughs> he's <laughs> eating skeletons. <laughs> This is this is some dark shit. Well, no one's saying no. Yeah, all right. It's a horror movie. I already in said it was of, Saw, so yeah, it's in the vein of Saw. Okay, it makes oh, sense. It is Saw. Okay. Okay, it is Saw. <laughs> this, this is Saw Seven. Saw Zero. Sure. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Annihilation. Saw zero annihilation. Before it all began, there were four Pringles cans. One man, four Pringles cans. How does it tie into, like, does it have the Jigsaw Killer in it? He's the one that gets trapped. That's that's the twist at the end. Like, like he grows up to be Jigsaw? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I like this being an actual Saw movie. <laughs> it's out of your hands now, Colin. It's in the, it's no, 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 it doesn't have to be. It's in the executive's hands now. Okay. Those hands are not pringled up. Is that the tagline? <laughs> it's a long tagline. <laughs> <laughs> in his hands now and those hands aren't pringled up <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really roll off the tongue looks <laughs> <laughs> like the poster is it's basically just that tagline it's, it's printed like a, on like a pringle can it's in really big font it's like Michael Clayton poster yeah or, or, slash uh, the social network yeah social network I like it it just has John C. Riley's face I'm kind of out of focus. Mm-hmm. Pringle dust on it. <laughs> Is that where we're going with Saw Zero, the annihilation? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so whatever. Should we pick which one we'd like to see the most? Is that how we want to end this? Yeah. Okay. So I believe we have Nose Dive. <laughs> Guy falling, homeward bound, cries in the Phoenix. <laughs> Just the tip, and Sazir of the Annihilation. I don't know about you guys, but what I'm most connected with is probably just the tip. Yeah, yeah probably. Hooray! All valiant efforts. That's the movie that, that should be made. That's the tent that should be pitched. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to uh, this, and um, I guess we're going to try to do more of these, but uh, maybe we'll do a T3 again someday, or some kind of movie, or, I mean, who knows anymore in this crazy mixed up world that we live in. The only certainty is you can find us on the web at mildlypleased.com, and if you stay subscribed, something will show up again sometime. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.